Hi, I'm Walter Hallam, and you're listening today to the Walter Hallam Ministries podcast. Get ready to receive a powerful word from God today. I'm speaking on the 16 qualities of the love of God that every one of us should exhibit in our life. You know, many times we like to refer to ourselves as people who love a lot. We love everybody. How many times have I heard the term, you know, I just love everybody. But what does the Bible say about love? There are 16 components and 16 uh, manifestations or operations of love that define what the Bible calls the love of God. And I trust you'll enjoy this in this particular teaching and then use it to examine yourself, not to judge other people, but to examine yourself and make sure that if there's an area in your life that you're a little weak at, go ahead and determine that you're going to apply the Word of God and let the love of God work in your life in that area. All right. Thank you today uh, for being with me. Thanks for liking this right now. Go ahead, if you would, please, and share it with a friend uh, because I'm going to take it right from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And always, of course, go to uh, the Walter Hallam Ministries uh, YouTube channel. Subscribe, and it will not cost you anything. It's free. And I would love to be able to bring the Word of God to you on a regular basis. And uh, who of us does not need the, uh, the Word of God on a regular basis in our life. I think that's a great place to get it. All right, let's get right into this today. Uh, and our, on our last program, we were talking about uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And we spoke about the 16 qualities of the agape love of God. The Bible calls it agape, which is a beautiful Greek word for the God kind of love. Uh, and so I'm going to pick that up right now on the seventh quality. We talked about the first six. Here's number seven. Get ready for this. Uh, I love this. It says that love seeks not her own. It seeketh not its own self. And the love of God, it talks about, does not seek after just its own stuff. Now, if you and I were to say that today, in our language, we would say it is not selfish. Selfishness is a barrier and a wall that's constructed between you and the rest of the world, you and someone else. Uh, when we have a selfishness, uh, especially in our marriages, in our families, or among our friends, we should have the love of God and openness to be able to share and to be a blessing when it's possible uh, to be that way. Uh, one of the great qualities of love. Number eight, the Bible says that love is not easily provoked. It just literally means it takes a whole lot to make it mad. Uh, oftentimes, I have uh, counseled with young couples and people that wanted to get married, and they were so afraid that after they got married, maybe the love light was going to burn down a little bit, their attraction, that fascination they have with each other would, uh, was going to burn down some, and would they be able to stay together? and especially through all of the changes of life that take place. Well, I can guarantee you that the emotion of the attraction is going to change after you're married for a season of time. There's a degree of familiarity and also a comfort that begins to uh, happen there. 
But what is it that causes you to stay knit together stronger than ever before? It's these 16 qualities, but they have to be put into practice in our life. Uh, It does not happen just because you say you love someone. It's because you deliberately uh, factor these into the whole wheelhouse of your personality and you decide you're going to walk in love. Here's number eight out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It says, love is not easily provoked. We talked about that. It just means it will not get angry and mad uh, and let someone or something provoke it. It takes a whole lot. I like to say it like this. It would take a really big demon for me to get mad. If I had to defend my family some way, or if it was a matter of life and death and something that had to happen, oh, absolutely, you could be provoked to respond that way. But otherwise, and God put that quality in you. But it doesn't need to get out of balance. The rest of the time, you were born by God to walk in love, but that's a deliberate action. Uh, You have to determine. You're not going to let someone who cuts you off on the interstate when you're driving or or get your parking space that you thought you were going to get. You just have to make a decision to say, well, it's going to take something bigger than that to get me mad. I will not let the love of God that's in me be easily provoked. Here's another great quality. And this is the ninth quality of love that we find in the Bible. It says, love thinketh no evil. It just, uh, if I read it to you in the original language, which is Greek and translated into English for us, the word uh, literally means it does not think evil of others. Uh, Even if we think we know someone else's motive was not right, We just have to make a decision that they'll have to answer to God. They'll have to stand on their own feet. You're not going to uh, cause their weakness to become a weakness on the inside of you by deliberately thinking evil about someone else. It's a very powerful thought. That means there's some conversations you don't need to be in. There are some uh, fellowships, some relationships that uh, are just not qualified to be in your life if they're going to provoke you to the point of thinking evil. Very important to hear that. Uh, And I just pray that God will give you a depth of understanding in this short time that we have together. Because when families, uh, young uh, men and women, they marry, they walk in love toward one another, and then that begins to wane and they go back into a preset personality trait. Something that oftentimes is hereditary or they've learned by observation out of their own experience or maybe the family in the home they grew up in. Why not take time, take these 16 qualities that are in the Bible and uh, factor them into that love quotient of your soul, of your life, and then say, that's the kind of person I'm going to endeavor to be. And if I miss it, if I fail in that some way, I'm just going to repent and ask God to forgive me and determine that I'm going to learn to apply the love of God in every manner in my life. I hope it's helped you today. Let me pray with you. Father, in Jesus' name, we do want to be more like you every day. And we want our families to be seedbeds of the love of God. Help us, Lord. Train us to be more like you every day. Thank you for your instruction. And we'll give you all of the thanks and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 
This is Walter Hallam, and I want to thank you for listening today and just receiving that good word of God that you've gotten off of this podcast. You know, bringing a podcast to you, it's free to you, but it costs to take the gospel of Jesus to the world. You can be a partner. You can help support. Uh, Men and women I found are so generous when the word of God is coming into their life. They want to help take that gospel to someone else. You can text to give today to 832-981-1601. And you can give any support, any amount, and it will be a great blessing. And it will help take the gospel of Jesus uh, to someone else. We'll go the next day and the next day. So text to give today, 832-981-1601. And I want to thank you in advance because without you and with others who support, it would be so difficult for us to get the good news of Jesus Christ into this great generation. Do your part today. Thanks for helping. I love you. I can't wait to see you on the next podcast.